Before we get started, before any of this starts, I'd like to remind you that you can experience an ad-free version of this by clicking the link in the description that says plus.acast.com slash s slash Radio Free Catholic. May God bless you and the Virgin protect you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ex surgat Deus dissipentur inimici eius, et fugiancio derendeum afacia eius. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered, and let all those who hate him flee from before his face. It's been a while since I've been on the air, and I appreciate the patience of those of you who have been waiting to hear from this podcast for many, many weeks. As I try to make it clear, work is... My day job does actually take a precedent over this. This is a passion project. And simultaneously, while I've been trying to compile all of these things to talk about, you know, we've got, you know, the talk of UFOs and and the, you know, the political crises that are currently going on, the geopolitical crises in Russia, Ukraine, in Russia and Ukraine and in China and Taiwan, and basically kind of all around the world. And there are a lot. Like, the big stories, the ones that everybody's hearing about, are Russia and Ukraine, China and Taiwan. However, there are others, and they are significant. Saudi Arabia, Iran, Israel, Jordan, the United Arab Emirates, Qatar, nations in Africa going through all sorts of crazy. Things are going crazy in South America. You know, Jair Bolsonaro not winning his presidential bid, that had some significant ramifications. And I don't think a lot of people are aware that Venezuela and Brazil are now actually starting to tie themselves closer together because they have an extreme left communist president in in Brazil whom, well, the validity of his election is significantly challenged. And of course you have in, in Venezuela the disaster, the utter dumpster fire that Venezuela's been for the last 20 years. And now Maduro, and I forgot the name of the guy in Brazil, but now they're starting to tie themselves together. And Brazil, politically, against the will of its population, is headed away from the direction that that faithful Catholic, Jair Bolsonaro, and I say faithful Catholic in that he was definitely Catholic, he was absolutely openly Catholic, as to his actual fidelity to the faith, whether or not he had skeletons in his closet, that's neither here nor there, but he was actively promoting Catholic values 
in his government and trying to achieve purposes that most Catholics can agree with as far as what he was trying to do with his country, with his government, with his people, with his economy, with everything that he was responsible for. All of these things are going on around the world, and I do want to talk about all of them. But the preeminent story is the indictment under the Espionage Act of Donald John Trump, 45th President of the United States. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. Let's get started with a prayer. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Sancta Michael Arcangelo, defende nos proelio. Contra nequitiam et insidias diabolia sopra isidium. Imperatili Deus supplicas e precamur, tuque princeps militae calestis, satana maliosque spiritus malignosque ad perditionem animarum, pervegantur in mundo divina virtute, in infernum letrude. Amen. Cor Jesus Sacratissimum, miserere nobis. Mater dolorosa, ora pro nobis. Beatis Carolus Domo Austriae, ora pro nobis. Domine, ostende facim tuum et salve erimus, Ave Maria Purissima, Immaculata Conceptio Est. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. <clears throat> the low-key tidal wave that is this indictment. And understand that most of us are aware, whether or not you actually like Donald Trump, most of us are aware that the things that the CIA, the FBI, that the Department of State, that all of these organizations have been doing to him since he came down the escalator back in, what, 2015, 2016, when he, was, when he first started to run for president... All of these things have been an absolute, utter farce. And now, the pièce de résistance is the indictment of a former president of the United States. Of espionage. Espionage. Of spying. <clears throat> now, we know for a fact that the Russia collusion thing was a complete delusion. We know this for certain. Over the last four months, if you've been paying attention to the news, they've been basically saying again and again and again, oh, well, you know, the FBI overstepped it. Like, they've been low-key saying that the FBI persecuted Donald Trump without actually saying the words. Well, they exceeded their bounds, and there may have been some ideological bias that, that contributed, and this, that, and the other. But if you look at the Durham report as it came out, there are at least a dozen FBI agents who, who are supposed to, under the law, be charged with serious felony offenses for what they've done in violation of the United States Constitution, for what they've, for what they've managed to put together, and that farce that they put together to try and assassinate the character enough to keep him from getting elected and re-elected of Donald John Trump. Now, <clears throat> it is my opinion that President Trump is an entertaining guy. When you watch the footage of his rallies and all of that, 
He's a funny guy. He's got great comedic timing. He's got great charisma. He's got a unique pattern of speech that, that, that people can't help but pay attention to. He's boisterous, bombastic, gregarious. He's extremely charismatic. He's not the brightest bulb on the Christmas tree when it comes to foreign policy, when it comes to, you know, particularly that which is right and good and true for America. But he's not overtly wicked. He's not overtly evil. He doesn't operate on a level where you can tell that he's only out for himself. And the people who say that he is, well, most of the people that I've heard say that he is, I've had time to examine their character, to interact with them, to to see some of the things that they talk about, to see some of the scandals that they get caught up in. And I'm going to be blunt. It is confession through projection. Because Donald J. Trump is a lot of things, but what he's not is evil in the sense that most people would consider it. Now, there are evil things that he supports. Obviously, as a Catholic, as a traditional Catholic, his support of the Rainbow Coalition of people is absolutely horrifying. It is wickedness. But it is not born out of a lack of morality. It is born out of a disturbed and distorted, a perverted sense of compassion. People today, most people today, believe that accepting and allowing people of the rainbow philosophy to just do their thing, most people believe that that's what charity is. Now, you know as a Catholic, I know as a Catholic, that charity is doing that which is actually good for the other person, not just for their sake, but for the sake of God Almighty. For the sake of the sacrifice that the Lord Jesus Christ made on the cross, specifically to bring those lost souls home and bring them back to God so that they can know his embrace and live with him for for all of eternity in heaven, in the beatific vision. We know that that is actual charity, that telling them that no, what you are doing is evil, it's wicked, it's obviously wrong, and oh, hey, by the way, it also kind of doesn't work, it's devastating to your soul, damaging to those around you, and very, very damaging to yourself. That, telling somebody that is lost in gender dysphoria to the point that they're looking at completely remaking their body, and saying, hey, no, that is absolutely true, that God put you in the wrong body, that is not charity. That allowing a man, a fully intact man, to participate on the women's swim team and compete against female athletes under the auspices while he identifies as a woman, this is not charity. It is an attack on identity. It is an attack on being. It is an attack on reality. And ultimately, as a result of those things, it is also an attack on God. And it is not charitable for someone, to, for, for us, as faithful, to allow other people to proceed in their delusion. And this delusion of perverse charity that allows people to proceed along those lines is exactly why we're, we're, we are where we are 
today with drag queen story hour in public libraries, with, with <clears throat> books graphically detailing gay sex to our kindergartners, our first graders, our third graders, our sixth graders, our children. It is that false understanding of charity that has allowed us to permit, okay, well, that's fine. We're not really going to care about that. It's you do you, whatever, this, that, and the other. It's perfectly okay for you to do what you want to do. And that is clearly not the case because our country is descending into a flesh-filled hell because of it. And Donald Trump has come out on the side of those people who would allow our nation, our world, our country, our lives to become that flesh-filled, ultra-debauched, magnificently degenerate hellscape. So clearly, he's not right about everything. And I just use that one for starters. The fact that he is principal understanding of that which is most good and most true for the country has to do with an economic approach only. That is Marxist. That is not Christian. <clears throat> and this man, who is in general kind of very run-of-the-mill, run middle-of-the-road, typical, modern, liberal. <clears throat> this is the man that they have decided to charge under the Espionage Act. And make no mistake, and this is actually the key thing about it, these charges, not only are they, pardon the expression, trumped up charges, but these are charges that are being pursued at the explicit declaration of the Biden administration, the number one opponent, the current sitting president and his administration. These are coming from the White House. These are coming from the uppermost echelons. They have decided that a president of the United States can sick his Department of Justice on another president of the United States and charged them for spying as if that wasn't going to be some sort of overt flag for people to step back, look, and go, wait a minute, this has gone way too far. And most of us, since the advent of COVID, have been thoroughly convinced by this point that there is very much that is terribly, terribly wrong. And that this thing that is currently happening, even if they're completely misguided about it and they're celebrating the fact that Donald Trump is being charged with espionage, because surely that'll keep him out of the White House, which is in fact not true, according to the letter and spirit of the Constitution of the United States. Because even if they were to convict him, they cannot stop him from running, they cannot stop him from being elected, and once he is elected and he's sworn into office, they cannot stop him from pardoning himself. So everything that they're trying to do they're trying to do everything short of assassinate the guy. And the fact is, is that the only way that you're going to stop the Trump train is to assassinate Donald John Trump, is to have him killed. That's the only way you're going to stop him. 
Because all they have done is turned him into a political martyr. If the last poll that I read rings in any way, shape, or form true, he leads the current president by double the approval rating. Where the president, where the current president is, I think he's got a 30 or 31% approval rating. Donald Trump's approval rating, when they announced that he was going to be charged, before they even said anything about what he was getting charged with, went to 64%. 64%. From a strategic standpoint, this is the dumbest idea they've ever done. And the fact is, is that you can't just assassinate a president, even a former president, because you're going to have to actually get past the Secret Service. There is no way for the deep state to assassinate Donald Trump without having to expose themselves as having turned it into a completely inside job, coming basically with corruption within the Secret Service and having to use political governmental actors, probably some kind of government contractor, to actually do the deed. They have backed themselves up into the worst possible position. And what they should have done was simply let it ride. This is amazing. And the thing that is most amazing to me is that if I were the George Soroses, the Bill Gateses, the Klaus Schwabs, if I was one of them, I would have said, let him get reelected. And when he's done, we pick it back up. Because the worst thing that you could have ever done, pardon the noise in the background, the worst thing that you could have ever done was turn him into a political martyr by using the federal government to go after a former president of the United States. The fact is, is that once he was elected president, he was basically untouchable. He was essentially completely untouchable. They should have never done any of this. They could have let it ride and wait until he finished his second term and here in another year and a half he'd be done. And then they could have picked up their little agenda from square one and they could have just picked it back up and just carried it forward and moved on. Why didn't they? Because most of these crusty old people who are doing this are exactly that. They are crusty. They are old. Joe Biden is in his 80s. George Soros is in his 80s. Klaus Schwab, I think, is in his upper 70s, low 80s. All of these people are well beyond their prime. Why didn't they wait? Because they had to see it happen in their lifetime. And their lives are almost over. So they made this mistake. Critical mass mistake. We have to see it done. We must do it now. They've become very obvious about it. And oh, hey, by the way, again, sorry about that. That's uh, the consequences of recording in near summertime and having living very near a very large street. <clears throat> the fact is, is they didn't know whether or not they were going to live to see 2024 and they needed to see it done now. And the consequences of this, I don't think they fully, con like, I think they kind of know, but I don't think they fully comprehend. They have managed to push this nation, its people, its media agencies, Hollywood, its entertainment industry, the sciences, medicine, 
all of the federal agencies, from the IRS to the FBI to the CIA to the United States military, all of them, they have managed to push them beyond, they have managed to push them beyond the borders of credulity. Most people, <laughs> the U.S. military recruiting right now is in the tank. Why? Because the only people who are willing to go into the military now have to be so thoroughly determined that that is what they wanted to do that they're not going to let anything get in their way. Because everybody else is looking at this woke garbage, this transgender nonsense coming out of the Navy, the Air Force, the Army, the Marine Corps. They have tur they've pushed it so far that nobody wants to serve and run the risk of actually getting in trouble for making the declarative statement that a man is a man and a woman is a woman and no, they are not interchangeable. Nobody wants to run the risk of falling afoul of the Uniform Code of Military Justice. Nobody wants to run the risk of being drummed out of the military for having wrong think. I wouldn't want to. And in part, that's exactly what happened. There were other parts related. I'm not saying I was a golden boy. <clears throat> but that was the core of the movement. It was the whole reason why, why my situation ended up in a trial in the first place. Because it was an ideological thing, and if you had the wrong think, you were going to get run over. I was trying to think of a phrase, a way to end that phrase without actually falling into some sort of grossly degenerate sentence. Run over is what I came up with. Steamrolled actually probably would have been a better. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. 
Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. But now, now parents fight back at their school boards and they're called terrorists. By who? The FBI. Now, people say abortion is wrong, they silently pray, and they're harassed by who? The FBI. The Federal Bureau of Investigation is now nothing more than the Gestapo. That's it. They're the new Gestapo. They wear, you know, less stylish clothes. At least the Gestapo had style. You know, they had nice clothing. Those tight little uniforms designed by Hugo Boss and and Coco Chanel. Now, what do you got? Target? (laughs) I mean, let's be real. You know, this is not exactly shoes by Manolo Blahnik or, or, you know, outfits by Isaac Mizrahi. You know, now they don't have the style that, that at least, at least the Nazis had style. For all of the other atrocities, they at least had style. <clears throat> but the difference is, is that try as they might, they haven't been able to successfully move forward with actually going and confiscating the guns. Now, don't get me wrong, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, this, um, in the last month, did decide that they were going to rewrite their regulations specifically to turn 29 million gun owners into felons. So So there is that. That's fun. They are trying to do everything that they can, but there's only so much that they can do when all a person has to do is not cooperate. So I don't think these people know what they really signed up for. Most of America is not of a spiritual stance where they will peacefully comply. Most of America is not of the spiritual health of those nuns who went to the guillotine singing the praises of our God. We're not made of that constitution. And eventually, what they're going to find out is that most people, when they're pushed to the brink like they're going to be pushed over the course of the next year and a half, eventually these people are going to say, enough. Eventually, people are going to stand up. Eventually, instead of those glorious nuns during the French Revolution... They're going to get the Vendée. Eventually, instead of those magnificent saints who went quietly to their martyrdom, merely preaching the word of God all the way to their death, eventually they're going to get the Cristeros. Eventually they're going to get the Vendée. Eventually they're going to get the Crusades. Eventually they're going to get not... Blessed Stanley, but St. John Capistrano. 
eventually they're going to get Joan of Arc. People like to forget that the Catholic Church in its history has dozens of warrior saints. People forget that St. James's name, the brother of our Lord Jesus Christ, his name is a battle cry for an entire nation. Santiago. St. James, the Moor Slayer, Santiago Matamoros. Eventually, they're going to wake up those saints. Eventually, they're going to wake up those Americans. Eventually, they're going to wake up those guys who will not go quietly into that good night. Who rather than go peacefully, like our Lord did, will instead cry havoc and unleash the dogs of war. I would not have done what the federal government has decided to do. I did not know up until actually today, I was today years old, when I found out that Barack Obama prosecuted more people under the Espionage Act than any and all of the other presidents of these United States combined. I did not know that he dusted off the Espionage Act and used it so, so prolifically as he did. Julian Assange, Edward Snowden, at least four whistleblowers for the FBI and the NSA. Everybody knows Assange and Snowden. Most people don't know the other names. And now, Joseph Robinette Biden, the supposed Catholic-in-chief, the <clears throat> senile, doddering, grumpy old man, has decided to unleash his Department of Justice against the 45th president and his direct predecessor. Like, to be sure, let's be real for just a moment, for everything that can be said about Pope Honorius, the fact is, is nobody was happy that he was prosecuted post-mortem by his immediate successor. That they literally dug his bones out of the grave and put him on trial. Now, Donald John Trump is still alive, and so Joe Biden doesn't get to give the full honorious treatment, but this is not a good look. This is not a good look. And I don't think there are enough people who were mentally prepared for this. I think there was a lot of people who go, man, I wish they would. There'd be some smoke in the city. But they didn't actually think that they would. This is a very different age. I, can I tell you precisely what's going to happen into the future? No. I have an idea. The fact is, is that the United States of America 
in its history, these United States have never done anything this stupid. Cuba has. Sudan has. Nigeria has. South Africa has. Third world countries have. Laos and Cambodia, they have. China has. But, the, but these United States, nowhere in its history was there anybody who was willing to cross this line because everybody understood the concept of precedent. And you're very careful as to how far you push precedent lest your immediate successor and your political rival, your enemies, push it just a little bit further on you. These people have completely forgotten that turnabout is fair play. Donald Trump never said, lock her up. He did say that she deserves to be in prison when talking about Hillary Clinton. But he, but he himself did not say, lock her up. He did not send his Justice Department to go lock her up. Hillary Clinton has never been charged with a crime. She should have been. The emails, the secret server... Benghazi, and then you can add to that Iraq, Afghanistan, you can add to that her crimes when she was a first lady, her complicity with the crimes of the President of the United States when he, when her husband was the President, bombing a pharmaceutical factory in South Sudan, why? Because Monica Lewinsky's, because the Monica Lewinsky scandal popped up. I've been too busy taking care of doing the job of the President of the United States, which is why I launched a Tomahawk cruise missile to destroy a pharmaceutical factory in, in Africa. Because they were supposed because they were housing terrorists and we needed to execute a strong hand and also simultaneously destroy that country's ability to make its own medicine. There are many things that many former presidents, many former political officials have done that deserve prosecution, even prosecution under the Espionage Act. But the reason why nobody did it was because they knew what would come next. They understood that once you open Pandora's box, they might not be able to close the box fast enough to even keep the hope. What precisely comes next, I don't know. I know if I wasn't invested in being a more faithful Catholic, if I wasn't invested in living my life quietly for once, I know if they would have done this when I was 10 years younger, I would have a completely different perspective than I do now. If they would have done this when I wasn't a Catholic, I would have a completely different drive than I do now. And I know I'm not the only person with my particular skill sets. I know I'm not the only person who can do the things that I can do. I'm a veteran 
Anybody else who's traveled at least 60% of the path I had in the military has the exact same capacity. And if they too lack the faith, then they might be predisposed to do something extreme. And if they're smart, they'll keep waiting. Because the time fast approaches when the only way that we're going to be able to be be peaceful people is to allow ourselves to become martyrs. And I'm going to use that term, that phrase in a more political sense, not in a Christian sense. Our people have the opportunity to become martyrs. But in order for martyrdom to work, you have to actually be anchored in the truth. And so political martyrdom is nothing. Yeah, it'll get a movement started. But you're not going to change the world with political martyrdom. You're going to change the world as a Christian martyr. You're going to change the world when you stand up and say at the top of your voice with every fiber of your being, Viva Cristo Rey! And you can still be accounted among the martyrs even if you draw your sword and cry out with every fiber of your being, Deus Vult! It's not a guarantee with that second one. But if you're fighting for Christendom, remember that we have the Zwabs, we have the Vendée, we have the Cristeros. We have the Crusades. We have the Reconquista. War is well within the span of Catholic thought. We just currently have no war leaders. I'm sure they're out there somewhere. And I can tell you for certain that it's not going to be Donald J. Trump. But he's definitely going to be one of the immovable, precipitating factors. He's going to be one of the hands of fate. A benchmark that proclaims irrefutably that we are headed down a path from which we will not return. And knowing that, all of the advice that I can give you doesn't include going out and and buying guns. Although, you know, feel free to do so if you feel that's necessary. Doesn't include going out and building a bunker in your backyard or under your house or having some kind of safe nuclear weapon shelter. Although, there is prudence to even that. Especially with the whole Russia-Ukraine thing. It is not to haul off and launch some holy crusade in the middle of your town. Although that may be necessary in your particular town. I don't know. I don't live there. I know it's not necessary in my town. What is absolutely necessary is that you reach down into your pocket. You pull from your belt. You dust off that bowl that you have 
at your home shrine and reach in and extract a rosary. And you get on your knees and you pray. You pray for guidance. You pray for protection of, your, of yourself and your family. You pray for protection of your household. You pray for protection. But remember, when you're so doing, that you don't go so far as to say, no, God, you can't do anything with these things, but you instead take one step further because the actual goal is to give it all up in consecration to be the tools to be employed by the Blessed Mother and by our Lord Jesus Christ the way they see fit. To detach yourself from the things, emotionally from the things, that you hold so dear that you would let them get in the way of being of service to God. Because I said, being a political martyr, there's no way that's going to work. But a martyr for Christ, even if it is a warrior martyr for Christ, that is how you get through it. That should be your objective. The idea, whether it's white martyrdom or red martyrdom, the idea is to achieve the crown that gains you the entry into heaven for all of eternity. Because all of the nastiness, all of the nonsense that's about to pop off in this world, from the introduction of the international, of the international equivalent of a digital dollar, the unicoin, the centralization of all banking in, the, in these United States under the Federal Reserve, and then that further centralization under the International Monetary Fund. And all of the devastation that that is going to unleash across the world as people decide that they can control things that they have no wherewithal to actually control. The devastation that's going to happen as people continue to try and control a weather that people can't even predict reliably. We know disaster's coming. These people have decided that they've given up on all sanity. Which makes sense because these are some of the most degenerate and dirty people that I have ever seen. I mean, it's beyond anything I've ever seen. Beauty went the way of the dodo sometime in the last decade when it came when it came to some of this nonsense. You could argue that some of these people were the most beautiful people and they had, you know, kind hearts and this, that, and the other, and they had that at least that visage, that facade of goodness because they were beautiful people. Now they don't even have that. Now physiognomy has given in. And everybody wears their sin right on their face, right in their skin, imprinted in their bodies. To the point now where most people, like most of them, you can look at them and go, oh, you're a degenerate. They say don't judge a book by its cover, but when the cover is molded to the contents of the book perfectly, maybe you just throw that one out. Is there any turning back? Pope John Paul II said no. No, there is no turning back. What we must do is pray fast, do penance, make reparation for us and our families so that we may weather 
what is to come, so that we might entreat unto the Lord and beg him to shorten the time, so that we are not all lost. But it is too late. It was too late when John Paul II said it. And that was almost 40 years ago. Now, <clears throat> the tide is high. I pray that you've at least got your life preserver, if not your lifeboat. Pray for the church, pray for the nation, pray for each other and your families. Do penance fast, make reparation, pray the rosary, get those plenary indulgences, bail some people out of purgatory. Do all of these things so that you can make it into the kingdom. And everything else, forget about it. You leave it in God's hands. This is Caleb the Mechanic in, from Radio Free Catholic. May God bless you and the Virgin protect you. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.